0: I mean, I think we're the best-kept secret in our communities. We don't always do a great job of promoting ourselves, uh, telling the great stories, but HCF has done fantastic work.
1: I'm Michelle Sampson, host of the Destination Northern Ontario podcast. This series is for the dreamers who want to start a new life somewhere simpler Somewhere that, for the price of a condo in downtown Toronto, you could buy a cottage resort that would be your business and your home. The trail to your new life isn't necessarily paved and easy, but it has been walked before with great success. In the past three episodes, we featured cottage resort owners who walk the walk and have no regrets. Episode two featured a couple who traded their big house in Collingwood for a fixer-upper in Algoma. In episode three, we talked to a couple of northern Ontarians who bought their favorite hunting lodge. And episode four was about a newcomer family who had no experience with cottaging, but are thriving. We hope these success stories have been inspirational. Maybe you're ready to make the leap in theory, but the actual dollars and cents are holding you back. If that's the case, then this episode is especially for you. Across Northern Ontario, there's a network of nonprofit organizations called Community Futures Development Corporations, which are sometimes called CFDCs, or shortened even further to CFs. Their mission is to help small businesses start up and thrive in rural and remote communities, like the ones across Northern Ontario. One of the most special things about CFs is that they're willing to offer loans to businesses that the banks consider too risky. Plus, they have flexible and generous repayment schedules. I know what you're thinking. What's the catch, right? I sat down with someone who can explain. Ryan Raynard is the chair of the network of CFs across northwestern Ontario and the executive director of an individual CF, the Lake of the Woods Business Incentive Center. To ease into this discussion, I asked him to explain what his organization does.
0: Sure. So we're a community future development corporation. Uh, We're a nonprofit funded by Fednor, and we're a business development and lending service. So we provide business counseling. We provide lending services to entrepreneurs and small business owners.
1: They also lead community development projects, which we'll get into later. But the core of what they do is business development. They serve lots of different kinds of entrepreneurs.
0: We've seen uh, entrepreneurs coming through that are just getting into business. We've seen existing business owners that are looking for maintenance funding or expansion funding. So um, your local community futures office is there to help the small businesses in, in the community. We cover the gamut.
1: For those expansion projects, would they have to be working with you beforehand or could they come to you fresh?
0: No, they can come to us fresh. You don't have to be an existing client. And as well, if they just want to come and get some business counseling advice from us, there's no cost to that. We don't charge. They can come in and get a little bit of advice and then work with traditional lenders on whatever their game plan is.
1: As mentioned before, one of the big differences between a CF and a bank is that a CF will take on higher risk. Startups that were rejected by a traditional lender can often still get funding from a CF so long as they have a reasonable expectation of success. This gives the startup an opportunity to get off the ground and prove their model. Once that happens, they can transition to the traditional lenders. CFs are able to take risks because they're a nonprofit funded by the federal government for exactly this reason.
0: We're designed to take on that risk and develop our economies. We want to make sure that the small businesses in our communities thrive. That's our mandate. So we want to see the small guys and the medium-sized guys as well uh, succeed. We want to see them develop their business and eventually move on to the traditional lenders. So it's a rotating pool of money, right? Startups that we will develop, they'll go to the bank, the bank will pay us out, and now we have that money to invest in a new business.
1: So how big of a loan could you get from a CF? It varies. There are offices across northern Ontario, each one governed by a local board of directors who decide how much the loan will be, up to a maximum of $300,000. However, there's a way to borrow more than that. The CF offices can pool their funds with other offices in the region. The Northwest region investment pool can lend up to $600,000. In the Northeast, where there are more offices, that amount goes up to $750,000. For the business, this is money that can be leveraged for loans elsewhere.
0: We encourage business owners and entrepreneurs to look at other alternatives as well. We partner with the traditional lenders, the credit unions, the BDC, NOHFC. We'll work with anybody to make the deals work. Sometimes the investments from the CF can help make the calculations work at the banks. So it counts as equity with their lending services. So I would encourage any business owner that's thinking about utilizing our services, just go talk to your local CF. There's no commitments, there's no cost to it. Just go have a conversation and they can explain how the CF can be a part of that lending solution.
1: And will you facilitate that or will you just sort of point them in the right direction?
0: Oh, no, we've sat down at the table with all the players and have an honest conversation on how we can help and how we fit into the puzzle and making it work for the business itself.
1: Now that's service. Maybe at this point you're intrigued, but still a little unsure because you've never applied for a business loan before. I asked Ryan to demystify the process by walking us through every step.
0: Sure. So uh, each CF has a lending officer and the business uh, or the entrepreneur can come down and just have a conversation on how to get started. lending officer will sit and talk to them about what's required. They'll talk about all the documentation that might be needed, and then they'll walk them through each stage. The pre-application it's just gathering all the information, understanding what's needed. The application stage where they fill out the actual forms. Once that uh, loan application is filled, depending on the the CF office, either the board of directors or staff will look at the loan itself and make a decision on feasibility. From there, it's a yes or a no. And if it's declined, they'll be given some reasons as to why, some of the deficiencies. And in some cases, there's clients that will work on those and come up with different solutions and they can reapply and they may get approved or it's just outright approved and they're given the money to proceed with their project and their dreams.
1: Could you talk a little bit about some of the reasons why you might not offer a loan?
0: Yeah, so we have seen um, cases where we will decline a loan. We certainly don't want to set somebody up to fail. We're professionals, we're from the communities that we work with, so we know uh, not everything, but we know a lot of what's going to be possible and what's not going to be possible. So if there's unreasonable expectations as to the revenues that they think they're going to make, maybe the individual is not the right person for that business. Or if somebody's maybe putting their house up for security and we just know that this business is not going to succeed, we don't want to put them in a bad place. It's both a fiscal responsibility to the taxpayer and the federal government, because that's where our funding comes from. And as well, it's to the individuals themselves. We, we don't want to see them get hurt.
1: And then what does a repayment look like?
0: Yeah, so that's one of the other things that we can do. We have flexibility with repayments. So depending on the situation, it's a seasonal business like the tourism industry, uh, we can set up seasonal payments. Where in the summer, where you're generating a lot of that revenue, we can do principal and interest payments. In the winter, when obviously things are a lot slower, we can just go to interest only. Um, so there's these things like that, or we can do you know, interest-only payments for a certain period of time. We can delay. Obviously, the interest is accruing, so you want to be careful as to how much you're delaying that. But again, we have the flexibility to work with the business and come up with a solution that's best for them. And as well with our program, the loan can be repaid at any time without penalty. So if for whatever reason you have an extremely great summer, got a lot of cash sitting on hand, You can make lump sum payments or you can pay off the entire loan.
1: And is there an upper limit of like, you do need to get this paid within the next X number of years?
0: Generally, 10 to 15 years is about the max amortization timeframe that we will look at.
1: All right. Since this podcast is very much about tourism, I'd like to pick your brain on what you're seeing in the industry. Have you noticed any trends in development or expansion or anything that's jumping out?
0: Yeah. So... Obviously, with COVID, we saw some of the camps go out of business. Um, There's a lot that still rely on the U.S., especially up in our area. There is a return. Uh, In our area, we're seeing a lot of the higher, well, U.S. travelers still coming. A lot of the fly-in resorts. So it's that higher-end traveler that's coming up. Some of the rubber tire stuff, so some of the drive-to camps, um, I think some of those are struggling a little bit. The market hasn't completely returned to the pre-COVID levels. That's a challenge that the camp owners are looking at. How do they excite Canadian travelers? In terms of trends, though, there's some camp owners that are approaching the retirement stage. So we're starting to see some of these camps transition that have been with the same owners for many years. That's good in one way because we've got some new people coming in with fresh ideas and looking at what markets they can attract.
1: Through their free business consultations, the CFs can offer insights and advice to keep occupancy rates high. And all of the owners that we profiled in episodes 2, 3, and 4 of this series have been examples of applying fresh ideas to an old camp. They upgraded their resorts, made them Airbnb-ready, and invested in social media to reach new markets. So go and check those out for some ideas. Back to the point on camp owners approaching retirement. It's a big issue for Northern Ontario tourism because it means that those accommodations could disappear, and visitors who want to spend a night or a week up here might have trouble finding a place to stay. To make sure that doesn't happen, the CFs are helping these owners prepare for and sell to buyers. In some cases, they get involved in the transaction itself to help close the deal.
0: I'll just give a generic example, but for instance, uh, there's a camp owner that maybe is looking at selling their business. So they've got potential buyer, that buyer can't quite get all of the funding that they need from a traditional lender. That's where we'll step in and we'll take a second or a third place on security. We'll work with the traditional lenders. And even if we can't come up with a full amount, then we'll facilitate with the seller and the buyer. We may have the buyer agree to take a vendor take back. So that's where they would provide a small loan to the purchasers to help close the deal.
1: To further support these kinds of transitions, the CFs across Northern Ontario have partnered with SuccessionMatching.com, an online community of business buyers, sellers, and succession planning professionals. One of its key features is a platform where you can browse businesses that are for sale, but it offers much more than that.
0: They provide a lot of information on the process. They've got webinars and a big part of their website as well as there's an online marketplace. You have to pay for a membership to get on there. So it's not just random people browsing through the businesses that are for sale. You're vested and you have a reason to be on that marketplace.
1: So far, most of the focus has been on recruiting sellers.
0: We're putting on a series of events that provide business succession planning information. It's designed to just get them thinking about the process because far too often the succession plan is something that's forgotten. It's not really thought about until oh, I need to sell my business right now. Or unfortunately, if an owner gets sick and there's a need to sell that business very quick, well, a lot of things can get missed in there and you're not maximizing the value that you can get for your business. It's been a a very good uh, process so far. It just started in January of this year. And we've already gone to 15 communities. Uh, We've had nearly 100 participants come out. And there have been some uh, successful purchases of businesses. That's been very positive.
1: So that was about getting sellers on board. If you're thinking of buying a business in Northern Ontario, Ryan definitely still recommends checking out SuccessionMatching.com.
0: It will allow them an opportunity to see all of the businesses that are for sale. It's not a lot of cost and it gives them outstanding selection in terms of what's out there. And again... I think the folks at Succession Matching have done a great job of working with both buyers and sellers to help facilitate and make those deals happen.
1: Are there any properties that are listed there that wouldn't be on like the general real estate websites? Uh,
0: Possibly. What we've seen with some of the business owners that have come out to our events, they may not want to list their business for sale publicly. They don't want people in their community to know they're for sale just yet. So there's different security levels. So it can be posted as anonymous business almost, and that allows that they can continue to operate in their community without fear of people thinking that they're closing down or something like that. So yeah, there are businesses that could be for sale on the marketplace that aren't necessary for sale in the paper.
1: So that's what Community Futures Development Corporations are all about, and how they can help you buy and expand your very own cottage resort. Are you surprised that these nonprofits exist, or that they offer all these services? You aren't alone.
0: I mean, I think we're the best kept secret in our communities. We don't always do a great job of promoting ourselves, uh, telling the great stories, but each CF has done fantastic work within their communities. And I would guess that probably half the businesses in each community have probably touched on the, the CF services at some point throughout their life. Again, if there's anyone that could potentially utilize the services of the Community Futures programs, I would. Highly recommend that they go in and just have a chat or email or text their local office. Uh, And again, there's no obligations. They can just have a conversation about what they're looking for and whether or not the CF is able to help them. We're there to help and we're excited anytime that we get some new folks interested in Northern
1: Ontario. Having a chat with any of the Community Futures Development Corporations is a great idea. If you don't have a particular property or community in mind yet, then a great place to start for pan-regional advice is Destination Northern Ontario. Look them up at invest.destinationnorthernontario.ca. Well that concludes our podcast series, for now anyway. What did you think? Was it helpful? We'd love to know. Leave us a rating or review, or reach out to DNO directly. New episodes could appear in the future. To make sure you don't miss them, subscribe or follow on your favourite podcast platform. I hope we meet again. The Destination Northern Ontario podcast is produced by Storied Places Media and hosted by me, Michelle Sampson. Thanks for listening.